Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and guess what? You guys are listening to The Jim Bob Show. Hey, this is Wayne Larrabee, and you're listening to Roar on WGN. Hey, this is Jim McMahon, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. I had to pop a beer for this one. Hello, boy. Yeah. Hey, this is Brian Urlacher, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. That's awesome. Oh, that's then, it. How about one? This is Brian Urlacher. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I love that one. <laughs> Half the coaches in the league. The Mondays were the worst. And that's when you really got tested, when you came off a tough loss. You got into the office on Monday. You found out two more players were hurt. You didn't realize the sky's always fallen in the NFL on Mondays. Chicago's been a great sports town. They're hungry for people that play hard. And if you play hard and win, they love you forever. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio and on great stations around the country. The Jim Bob Show game day edition as we head into the playoffs and nobody better to talk to when you want the insight to all of those games than uh, one of the most beloved Chiefs of all time, the one and only Bill Moss. Billy Moss, welcome. Hey, guys, what's going on? How about this? You know, divisional weekend, probably the best weekend in all of football. There's some great matchups, and we wanted to just get right into it with you, is that, you know, you've got such a a great insight and feel for for what's going on in regards to the NFL. And I want to start with... Let's start with, you know, your old teams. Uh, let's start with the Chiefs first versus the Bills. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you think about this matchup. You know, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, these two have seen each other so many times and had some electric games. But you never, not being a homer whatsoever, you just never had the feeling that the, the Buffalo Bills were going to be able to come through. And they they go into this game and, first time for a playoff game up in Buffalo and you look at all the numbers of the team of these two teams right offensively where they're at uh, defensively where they're at you got the fourth best offense in Buffalo going against the second best defense in the whole entire NFL with the Chiefs and that's really been the you know the story that's not talked about with Kansas City has been their defense when you talk about Kansas City we talk about you know, the offense, Mahomes, Kelsey, Taylor Swift, all those great things, but nobody really wants to talk about the defense. And that's the group that has really carried this team through the year and, and won games through the, through the course of the year. And Spagnola's defenses always seem to hit, hit their stride, whether he's in New York or in Kansas City. They just always start peaking right about playoff time and it's happening again yeah they do they really do i i said that you know we were all at the game last week against the dolphins and uh it looked like the i mean the defense is i didn't think they got the credit they deserved i thought the defense played great in that game i thought that they got the running game going a little bit earlier with isaiah pacheco and and i think that you know he Uh came through there and and you know he's you know that early production out of him and i just never the the chiefs this was i thought one of the best performances that i've seen out of the chiefs in the in the last you know four or five weeks so they're in playoff mindset and this is going to be a great game I, i was talking to you off the air and coming back to it today is that you know i believe that if the bills don't win this game okay and they don't beat the kansas city chiefs in buffalo in this divisional game yeah they'll never win never no 
<laughs> no, not no, they won't. Now, so and, Bill, does that come into play for them? I mean, you know, they're they're thinking about they know the defense, they know all of that, but they do know all that history, and maybe subconsciously, are they feeling that pressure? Like, hey, can can we ever beat these guys? Well, the problem is the person that feels the pressure isn't. It's the wrong person. The fir- person that's feeling all the pressure is the quarterback, and that's that's exactly the problem. Because if you make him play team football, you know, move the chains, get a first down, stay ahead of the, the yard markers, right? You want one third and manageable. All those boring things that he's not, his makeup is not about that. His makeup is looking for the home run, for the big strike, to do something electrifying. And, and that's what's so fun about watching him play. But when it comes times like this, when you you've got to win, it's got, you have to put yourself in check, and he doesn't. He puts it all on his shoulders and tries to do something. Well, just, let me tell you something, you Billy. Know, You're 100 100 percent right in the fact that you know when Josh Allen to me, I, I love him. I think he's he's spectacular when he doesn't turn the ball over. Okay, and I think he's made big plays when he he's running the ball and so forth. But I will tell you, he's built to move it down the field fast and for them to win for the bills to win they need to take some time off the clock get established drives and keep patrick mahomes off the field and i just don't think josh allen's built that way and and like i said i'm with you is that if he's got to go and they've got to get their running game going and he's got to grind it out three or four yards at a time i think he gets antsy he forces it makes the turnover the bills lose Here's the other thing, too, Jim Bob. I mean, you're a safety, right? Yeah. And I'm a defensive player. When you watch enough film of a, of a quarterback like Josh Allen, defensively, you just want to light him up. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Absolutely. As a defender, you, you watch his antics when he runs the football and tries to lower himself, lower his shoulder and take it to somebody. I mean, defensively, when you sit in a room and you're watching this over and over and over again, Man, it gets under your crawl. How about you bring our buddy? To light how about up. bring our buddy Ronnie Lott in and let him try to do that BS and and watch him get carried off the field? Do you think Ronnie Lott wouldn't yeah. have lit him up? <laughs> hey, how about you? How about your buddy Chuck Cecil? Yeah, would, yeah. Chuck would have, would he have loved to light him up? Well, the problem is yeah. Josh Allen is so big. He's a big dude. I mean, you know, he's and yeah. and he's pretty good. He's pretty fast. But you know, a lot of people are saying this is this is Josh Allen's game to win or lose, and I agree with that. Uh, they're saying that he's a difference maker. Wait a minute. Josh Allen is a bigger difference maker than Patrick Mahomes. When did that happen? No, I, and, and that's the thing, because there's so many levels to Pat's game. And as you watch it and you watch him play over the years, there's just there's so many things that he does that is just uncanny. Let's, right? And he does it at the right moment that it needs to be done. And 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 Josh doesn't have that switch. Josh has one switch. Yeah, no, we're we're agreeing. My consensus is this: is that I think that it's a close game. I think it could be twenty-seven, twenty-four Chiefs. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. And uh, your thoughts? You know, when I look at this game, you know, historically it's been that right. It's kind of been like back and forth, back and forth. One of these teams is going to get blown out. You know, and I I don't know who it's going to be. It could go either way. I'm, I'm leaning with the Chiefs, but somebody's going to fall apart here. And, and it's just, it's kind of like, do. They've had too many close games just back and forth, back and forth. This Chiefs defense is, is, I think they have the two best corners in the league. Their defensive line with Chris Jones and the young guys that are coming on. Charles Amenehue has been a big factor since he came back. 
uh, George Karloftis. I mean, in his second year, the guy's just continually making plays. Mike Dannon, I, you know, they just got uh, Nick Bolton, uh, Willie Gay Jr. I mean, they, they drew tranquil. This defense is really good. And I, you know, I just think this is, this is one of those times that something could happen where the Chiefs just, you know, they get on a roll, things go their way. And, and the turnover ratio is a big factor too, guys. I, look, in, you know, in, in the playoffs, which one of these guys are going to throw the picks? The Chiefs were minus 11. They were at the bottom of the NFL in turnover ratio, right? Wow. And everybody else, all the good teams, the playoff teams, you know, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, uh, the 49ers were plus 10. Baltimore was plus 12. Houston was plus 10. You know, which one of these teams is going to throw the picks? Which one of these teams are going to cough the ball up? Mm. And if it does go that way, it'll go south quick. Well, you're not making a commitment to me. I just told you 27, 24 Chiefs. What are you going? What are you thinking? <laughs> I think it's going to be Chiefs. I think they're going to win by uh, 10 points. I, I, I do. I think it, this is Love one it. of those things where I think they're just going to get on it and Josh is going to force things to happen. And it's going to get ugly. Well, speaking of 10 points, is that let's move to one of your other teams and one of my teams uh, that we both played on is that let's go with the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers and talk about what the Packers need to do and what the 49ers need to do. And then uh, let's describe our picks. So what do you think the Packers need to do in this game to keep it close? Because this is a game people think the 49ers are going to blow them out. Yeah, and, and I... I would say if there's one road team out of the three that are left, not the ones we just talked about, but the, out of the three that are left that that would have a chance, I think it would be Green Bay. You know, they're young receivers. Sometimes when you're just young, you're, you're just young enough not to know any better. And that's <laughs> yeah. how they played it in no, last week. I love week. that. Yeah, those, that's, that's right. Those guys, were, those guys were catching everything, right? I mean, their offense put up like 415 yards of, of total offense that's that's something they really haven't shown on a regular basis throughout the year so if they can continue that offensively you know they've got a shot but 49ers are just such a complete team and and they're at home and if they just do what they do and and don't turn the ball over they're going to be fine i mean you know they second overall offensively in the, in the entire nfl and then their defense is stout so if they just do what they do and play within their confines, I don't think there's going to be any kind of issue. I think it's all 49ers. Do you think that the 49ers can control Aaron Jones? And do you think that the 49ers will get yeah. Christian McCaffrey rolling early? And you think the Packers can stop him? I, I don't. You know, Packers were kind of middle of the road on, on defense. You know, they were just kind of okay throughout the course of the year. I think they were like 17th or 18th overall, right? And, you know, they were all right, but. I don't think they've played an offense like like this. I don't, they yeah. haven't seen. They've got weapons. The, the, they've got the, a lot of weapons, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. They're Inside, not, outside, yeah. tight end. I mean, I don't think they've seen an offense like and, that. And I'm not a Joe Barry be, fan. going to have a tough time. I'm not a big Joe Barry no. fan defensively. And I think Green Bay's defense is that, that that was the best performance they did against the, the Cowboys. But for, for most of the, the year, I mean, even when they had the Chiefs come up <laughs> to Green Bay. But I thought that. You know, I always was suspect of the defense. They'd show up one game, and then four games were non-existent, and they showed up for the yeah. for the Cowboys game. But I, I would tell you, I think that 
the defense for the Green Bay has been a liability for them all year. And if they don't get the running game going with Aaron Jones, that puts some pressure on Jordan Love. And I just don't think the team's ready for it. So I'm kind of with you on this. I am leaning towards the 49ers to win the game. I don't know if they're going to win it by 10, but it could be uh, that kind of game. What's exciting, guys, is the is the fact that, and you hit on it, Bill, is that they don't know that they're not supposed to win these games or be in these games. And yeah. I think some of the injuries that they've had with the receiver core has really led to them finding that they have even more really good, competent receivers. I think these guys are going to be stars by this time next year and do you think that the 49ers just go with you know like you said they should win you know on paper they should win they've got the weapons or do you think that they're thinking hey we don't want to get surprised here yeah so exactly but for green bay you know here's it's always great to have in your pocket everybody in the world expects you to lose they so you have nothing to lose right and just if you go out there and lay everything out on the line who knows we've seen it before but do I think it's possible? Heck yeah, it's possible. But 49ers at home, if they just play their game, that's pretty tough to contend with. How about how about this? Uh, C.J. Stroud is, by all means, and in my book, hands freak. down, rookie of, rookie of the year. He's a freak, and you're right. Is that what do they got to do to even keep it close to the Ravens? You know, play good defense, right? I mean, that's, that's the number one thing. The Ravens, they lead the whole NFL in rushing. You know that? Yeah. I mean, the entire NFL, they lead in rushing. Now, a lot of that comes with, with Jackson. So, you know, that has a lot to do with it, too. Uh, you know, what can you control that? And, you know, DeMarco, I mean, he's he's done an outstanding job with his team. and, and Great you know, coach. Great, great coach. To, great coach. Yeah. I got to tell you, he's my he's my pick for coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's done just such an outstanding job all the way around on everything. You, you got to think, my gosh. If, if there's somebody that could come up with a game plan to to slow down that rushing attack and, and force force Baltimore to pass and and they get after the quarterback, I think it would be him. But you know, I, I, look, it's a long shot. There's a reason they were you know ten and seven throughout the year, and Baltimore's at home. So, yeah. But here's that's another deal too. Houston Houston has a knack for taking the ball away. Also, mm-hmm. you know that could be another one of those games where uh, who's you know they're plus ten. In, in turnover ratio, and Baltimore's plus 12. That could be in one, another one of those games where who's going to lose the ball first? And then after that, then it could fall apart if it's Houston. Yeah, I think that Baltimore's going to be healthy. I got to tell you, it's a lot of points, but I'm going with the Ravens to uh, win this game yeah. handily. I don't think that... I, I do the same with you, yeah. I don't think that the Texans are going to be... A, I, I thought that the Cleveland Browns made a mistake not blitzing Stroud more and not playing a, a blitz with a spy against him, and I, I thought they should have brought the heat. The Ravens will bring the heat. They're going to blitz. They're going to create some turnovers, and the Ravens led the NFL in sacks, and so... I think C.J. Stroud is going to come back to earth here against one of the the team that I think is going to the Super Bowl and probably win the Super Bowl is the Baltimore Ravens. I'm taking them. No, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that's interesting you said that. Yeah, but and both of these coaches are just, you know, they're leaders. You know, uh, you can't say that about every single coach that's out there that are in the playoffs right now, but I, I can certainly say it about these two guys. One of the games that I'm looking forward to because, and I'm not, everybody's not on, on board with me on this. I've been a Baker Mayfield fan since he was at OU, and I watched him in college play a couple games, met the kid, like him. He's nice. He's a very nice person to meet. He's gritty. He's having the season of his life. I think 
we're probably going to differ on this. I, I think the Bucks and the Lions is going to be one of the better games. I'm actually contemplating going to the Detroit game and, and watching it uh, be just because I think it's going to be yeah. that good a game. But uh, tell us your thoughts on this game. And so I know we're going to have some disagreements. The Lions are, Lions are favored by six and a half. I got to tell you, I like those points. I'm kind of a Bucks fan right now. Talk me out of it. No, you go, you go ahead and lose your money. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down for us in regards you know, to what the Bucks need to I, do to win. A lot, I think, <laughs> over over the course of their season, right? And that's what you have to look at when you're looking at these things. Over the course of the season, they were in the bottom third of every category, really. I, it, I mean, I run, run, rushing the ball, they were like third, last in the league. On defense, they were like 24th. Offense are about the same, 23rd or 24th. We're right around there. They're in the bottom third of all categories in football throughout the course of the season. And now, you know, they played in one of the worst divisions in football, and they, they got into the playoffs. They did a good job in, in the wild card game. Can they duplicate that, man? Can they really duplicate that? I, let me, I don't know. So let I me tell you where. Really tough. Let me tell you where I disagree with you a little bit. I don't think the secondary for for Detroit's very good. I think they're so so. I think Mike Evans, if he catches two more passes, everybody's going to be talking about Baker Mayfield and the incredible offensive production he had against a very it was supposed to be you know ten and one team and you know the Eagles. They're supposed to be better. Everybody yeah. had them, but here's the deal: you got you got a good one. You got Evans. You got two of the best receivers in the league. I don't think Detroit's got an answer for those guys other than get up front and get in Baker's face. Yeah, and and that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's where they play their game. They they play their they win their game on both sides of the line of scrimmage, and they're going to bring some heat on them. I mean, they're they're not going to let him sit back there and be comfortable. That's for sure. And you know, Baker, that was one of his best passing games all year. Yeah, yeah. Last week, right? What do you have? Three hundred and ten yards or something? Uh, and, and you got so, the the entire yeah. it, the opposite as far as the emotions in the in the fan base. The Eagles were practically comatose, and you're going to head into such an emotional environment that home game yeah. with the oh, Lions, yeah. team of destiny, and all that. No, you're right, Dane. The 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 energy that's going to be in Detroit is going to be unmatched anywhere else other than maybe Buffalo. Right. Okay, where people will be able right. to throw snowballs at you. Okay, I mean that's the only difference. Well, there. in Detroit, it's it is the sports equivalent of the Cubs' hundred eight years kind of thing, right? Yeah. For them to be in this situation, they're going to be absolutely insane. I, I tell you what, yeah, Billy, no my problem, I think, with Detroit, and I'm starting to try to get convinced, but from the day that Jared Goff was drafted. And I watched him on draft day, and he did some. I real, like that dude, man. He, he made some cocky stuff, and ever since draft day, I've never liked him. I mean, he was so cocky on draft day, and I'm like going, "Ah, oh, man!" And I've never been able to get over it. And now I'm. Then everybody's going to go. Gosh, he's great under pressure. I'm just hasn't haven't crossed that line with him. I like Baker Mayfield more than I like Jared Goff, and and everybody goes, "Boy, you're crazy," and maybe that's so. But uh, <laughs> I think this game is going to be a. A pretty good game, as that, uh, but I do. That crowd's going to be so electrifying for the Lions. That's going to be their biggest challenge is is having to deal with that because this is a big, big deal for looking going back to, you know, following them through training camp and all the things they've done, and it's kind of like the Lions' year, really is. I mean, it's really just come come to fruition for them. All the things are in place, and you know how important it is when you have a team that's bought in and believes. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think there's any way they lose this game. Dan Campbell, I saw a take on him at the beginning of the year and he's going, "Guys, 
Everybody's complaining and bitching about why we're going live. Let me tell you why we're going live. You know, nobody tackles anymore. How are you going to work on tackling if you don't, you know, go live? You know, or blocking that. And he, he spent, he spent about 10 minutes and an emotional plea to the players to just, I'm telling you, I'm trying to put you in the best position so you can win. It's all about you, you, you. And I listen to the speech, yep. and I'm like going, man, I'm ready to get my crippled ass out there and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's as real as they, they get. And he there's a lot of ways to motivate people, you know, but he really has a way to touching those players' hearts and souls. And there, there's a bond there, man. And when you have that special kind of bond, special things happen. And kudos to the Detroit ownership and the organization of staying with them. So many places like Carolina Panthers, you know, after four games, you don't do well, you're fired. Okay. I mean, you got a bunch of owners out there that that really don't understand what it takes to to build what you're talking about, that that leadership from a coach. And and it, it basically starts, hey, living the wars and going through the wars with the guys. And that's what builds that foundation. And so, you know, a tribute to the Detroit organization, because they certainly for years were futile at it. They were terrible. Decades. One of the worst. Yeah, decades, yeah. But, you know, I... And, well, plus, plus can, you, can you imagine having to bring him in your office and try to fire him? <laughs> you just text him and that's what you no, do. Yeah. No, that'd be like... It's not that's working how, out. That's how, that's how you have to break up with your with your MMA girlfriend. Hey, Nancy, I gotta go. We're breaking up. I'll see you. I'm moving it's to... It's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. I'm moving to Poland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Well, well, Bill, so so many great games, great storylines, right? So many great things happening this playoff weekend. Can't thank you enough for for jumping on the show today. We'll have links up at great stations all over. Do you want to share social media before we let you go? Uh, I'm just at Bill Moss uh, at Bill Moss on, on Twitter. So. I'm just I just I don't even know what I'm just Bill Moss. Okay, everybody uh, knows it. I will. Hey, I'm Bill Moss. I'll find alias. you. Bill goes. He goes. If you know, I don't you know. Have, I don't have an alias. No, Bill goes like this. We go. Hey, hey, let's get together. How can I get a hold of you? And Bill goes. I'll get a hold of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Hey, right, I love God. you, man. Have, have a great, a great weekend. weekend.